Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Men Invest Podcast, Episode 3, presented by Dr. Pepper. We're live here in the Embassy Suite, Marlboro, Massachusetts, in the bar area, about to close in three minutes. We have our host, Joe Rizzo, and special guests, Brian Kunkelman and Tom Rose, and our host will take it away. Thank you, David Scherzer. I, I, you really count as one of the hosts. Like, you do understand that, right? It's last call. No, we're, I'm good. Good? Everybody good? Last call? Last call? We waved off last call. We waved off last call. Okay, so we've, we've talked about We played four games this weekend. It was an eventful weekend, but here we are. And... Uh, Let's see. Things didn't go our way in the games, but the girls played hard. Um, you could fill in all the blanks and the details, I, I guess, if you'd like to. But the most important thing is that we're here and we're happy. And we're going to talk about the origination the origination of the Kunkelman van. Because next to me is not, well, on one side, next to me is Tom Rose, who's just laughing at this whole farcical thing um, that, you know... We take very, very seriously. We're the ones that take it seriously. Um, but we have Brian Kunkelman, and he's going to tell us the, 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 as Dave Scherzer likes to say, the oral history of the Kunkelman van. Okay, so Brian, there's a Kunkelman van, and how did we get to where we are today? Well, the Kunkelman van was born in the Great Smoky Mountains of Tennessee, and it followed down through the rivers and tributaries, and it landed in Nashville, where it needed a new owner. And uh, my wife, Jennifer, uh, found the van and fell in love at first sight with this wonderful, beautiful collection of metal and glass and rubber. And she said, this is the perfect vehicle to transport hockey players. And that was it. And it was done. And so we've had the van since then. But what took it to another level was in Rochester, our director of women's hockey, Tim, who with the Kunkelman van chant, and that got everybody to hop on. And we're up 3, 3.30 in the morning. We're like, let's go and visit the Kunkelman van. We took some pictures, and when Kunkelman scored, it was Kunkelman goal, and as it said that that chant, which has lived on, and it's my my production wagon is now the Will Kunkelman van, and I offer rides to the players of the game. Nobody's taken me up on that yet, but it's there for the taking. I didn't, I didn't know it. I didn't get a ride in it. You always have camera equipment in there. <laughs> first, first star of the game is welcome for a ride around BSA. So it's home games only. Because we, we have a better record at home. But the Kunkelman van, I feel... Do I have to say that again? Are you going to edit that? Is there a weight limit on that? You can get 150 pounds in the, in the wagon. Is that with or without goalie equipment? Mm-hmm. Goalie equipment not allowed because it stinks, but... 
I say we have the, we have a drag race between the real Kunkelma van and the little wagon, and you know, I'll I'll get Stev to cook a lavish meal. You get the sponsor Diet Dr Pepper to Di- and, and and regular for those people that you know don't care about the calories, but. The Conkelman van is kind of became a rallying cry starting two months ago, Rochester. We still talk about it. And I think we should all hop in when next road trip do we go to Virginia or DC, we should all go together. You know, 40 people in that van, like clowns in a, in a car. You, you know, David, I think you're spot on. And it's, you know, there was a magic bus once, and I think this might be the next generation magic bus. And I might, magic hockey bus, because it really does. It it transcends reality, and it really propels you into the hockey universe. We love the Conkleman van. Did you ever think about getting a vanity plate for it? Uh, there was discussion about that, but really the laws in Tennessee were uh, difficult. But in New Jersey, it's much easier. So who knows what may show up as we transfer a title of the Kunkelman van from Tennessee to New Jersey. Big step for the Kunkelman van. We're looking forward to it. Okay. So moving on, we got, we're got we going to be leaving here tomorrow. So we're going to take a look back at these magical three days here at the Embassy Suites, which has a nice overlooking. No matter what floor you're on, you can see down to the bar area. I have not yet been hit with a water balloon. I've been fearing that all weekend. But great breakfast buffet if anybody wants to share their thoughts. Uh, Tom, would you like to chime in? The the omelet lady is a very special, very special person. I'm very impressed by the omelets here. It's it's a joy to watch, not only to eat, but to, to watch her prepare an omelet. What, 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 what have you gone with so far in the first couple of days? I only had one omelet here so far, but I went with uh, bacon, mushroom, and tomato. Very organic. It's wonderful. The, the food is here is delicious. And the omelet lady, you know, she gets high marks. Totally. Yeah. Love it. That's in the morning. In the evening, they, it's a Gestapo. 11 o'clock. Last call. <laughs> done. Lights go down. 11.01. You're out of here. Eleven thirty. Brian is spying on us. Not you, but uh, Brian oh, no, runs the place Brian? here. We're no in, outside in the Bennington room. No outside food. Bennington room, just kind of you know, lurking room with the evil eyes, the googly eyes, and I feel like we've been watched. I heard there were people that that got McDonald's here and got Don't kicked look out. Now I see some French fries over there to our right. Who could that be? But that's my daughter. With some French fries from which McDonald's. which which daughter? Uh, to be Madeline, yep, the oldest one. We're 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 painting the word picture here, as oh. Dave likes to say. Oh, well, it's the, the tall one with the long blonde hair, and she's over there eating her French fries. And oh my, I see a bartender anxiously approaching her. I don't know if she's going to survive. Maybe we should. I, I have to go. Okay. But come back because we're going to recap both goals scored this weekend. One, The first one was by your daughter, Rory. So let's, let's break that one down. That was in game one. And it was, uh, I think, that gave us a one nothing lead, and we were all excited. Um, well, let me ask you this. You know, you've got three kids, and they're all pretty talented. When you see your daughter score a goal, what? Because what, 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 my, my daughter doesn't score goals. Yeah, right, yeah. Tell, tell she doesn't score yet. It could, it could happen. But, but t- <laughs> tell, tell me the feeling of, of seeing your daughters play well and, and scoring a goal. Like. 
Uh, well, you know, uh, it's it's the objective to get the puck in the net. And uh, so I just feel satisfaction when they get it in the net. I must tell you that there are many other feelings that aren't quite that good uh, as, along the way. But, uh, you know, we feel great when they put it in the net and we... Let them know they did a good job when they do put it in the net. So just keep trying and keep shooting. That's what I say. Um, it was impressive to see Rory. You can see, I mean, she, you could see at the beginning of the year that she was one of our premier players. But you can see that she's had a lot of goals the last few weeks. This one, she anticipated. She came in. She entered the zone, intercepted the pass, took a quick shot, fooled the goalie. And uh, we're, we're on the board, you know, and... Some I don't think she did this time, but sometimes she has like you know a creative dance afterwards. She's uh, definitely one of our more charismatic players, and um, so that that was that was goal number one. Goal number two, which was scored by Athena this evening, was a a goal scorer's goal, and it was a beautiful play and set up by by, by Finley, probably her, her finest hour of the season, and uh, you know what. We were, you know, down four nothing at that point. It was really exciting. That a we got on the board, and it was a goal we weren't expecting. And when you watch it, it looked like she, you know, that she's, you know, just a natural. And it was, uh, you know, she's playing against much older kids, and I think it's a big credit to her that not not only can she compete against these girls, but you know, some make plays like that. So it's, uh, you know, good, good, uh, good sign for the future. What about when when you look as so you're a goalie dad, right? So what about what about Alexis? Like, what are you looking for? You're filming the games, you're busy during the games, and you're at once watching your daughter face you know an abundance of shots sometimes, and you know making a whole lot of saves, and you know some of the time it 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 it, it, it hasn't gone our way. But most of the time, we're still in close games, right? So, so what's that? So, uh, put us put us in the goalie dad's uh, head. Usually, every game it's the same. I have a few things on on my mind that I'm kind of like my 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 boxes that I'm checking. One, I want to make sure she doesn't get hurt in the game. That's always a, a concern. Um, you know, she's going up and down, playing four games in a weekend. You know, she had some knee problems last year. So I'm always I'm always concerned about that. Two, I'm wondering. Oh, we got Coach Mark stepping in here. We're doing we're doing uh, our podcast, fourteen new podcast. Welcome. I have a new special guest. Okay. So, in addition, he's I'm, mute. So he's, I'm concerned about her getting hurt. Participate. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, if they show the shots, I want to see. She always wants to have a ninety percentage, a ninety percent percentage. So I'm always looking to see. If that's the lining up. So if she gives up a goal, she needs at least 10 saves. Or how many more saves she needs to get that 90%. So I'm looking at, I'm looking at that. I'm also figuring, okay, she's given up three goals in the first period. She, like, she can only let up one more goal. Or, or she can't let up any more goals the rest of the game. And if she does, then I'm like, okay, then hopefully she doesn't give up five. Hopefully she doesn't give up six. Let's, let's minimize the damage. Like, she gave up three in the first period. She gave up one the rest of the way. So I'm like, okay, four. So it's like, okay, the last two periods, she only gave up one goal. So I'm happy with that. And you know, I look for her body language. I try to make sure if she gives up a goal that she doesn't have any bad body language. You know, like pointing at a defender, which she's, you know, it's happened before. Uh, what about technique? technique? What about technique? Do oh, you criticize any technique? Because us... Oh. Dads of skaters are always yelling at them to skate or pass or shoot or do something. 
it's, it's not my because I've never played I don't even know how to skate so I feel like I'm not qualified for that stuff but what I but has watched maybe like three billion games what as a fan's perspective I'm looking to see that if she gives up a goal that it was a, go- a goal that she really didn't have a chance on she could give up eight goals but if they were all like top shelf or whatever I'm fine with it like it's a goal well, if she if she, if she you know, should have covered, but it gives gives it away, and that was a goal. My God, uh, you know, you you have your like, ugh, you know, and, and you, you you get over it, or you know, if it's a deflection, and you know, there's nothing you could do about it. So I'm just looking to see that the, her technique was good, that she wasn't out of position, and that's the one thing. When she first started playing goal, you know, the biggest asset even then was her size. But the first thing she would do, she would go right down flat as a pancake, the first sign of trouble. And gives up her biggest advantage. She doesn't do that. She hasn't done that in a few years. I feel like each year she gets better technically. That she, you can see watching her over, you know, a complete season that she has put a lot of work in and she knows how to be a goalie. And it's not like she's like, okay, let me just see if I can stop any pucks. No, she, she has a thought process. She went to goalie camp last year, and I heard her talk about some of the things that she learned there to somebody else. So she, there's thought into it. She wants to get better. She, she plays with an edge, which, you know, some of the best goalies do. I, I, I think of Eddie Belfour sometimes when I think of her because – you know, all she's waiting for is just get like a love tap, and she's you know ready to, to go. I mean, it hasn't happened so much lately, but she, I think, thrives on the intensity of the game, and I feel it kind of brings her in the game. I kind of, in between stoppages, I see her kind of tap the the post with her stick. That kind of like is like part of her, like her, you know, like no more Garcia Paris to so like fiddle with his batting gloves like thirty thousand times. So like before every whistle, after every whistle, I see her tap the thing, you know, or. By the way, how are you in Massachusetts and saying no more Garcia Power instead of saying no ma? <laughs> well, we also play for the Dodgers and A's, so I don't want to offend those teams. But, uh, okay, no ma, you know, cat a hat. I mean, he's my favorite goalie. My favorite male goalie is cat a hat. Very good. Good save there, right? <laughs> it sounds like a Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> um, yeah, what about, what about what, you know, but so... You're also you're you're taking video on most of these games, right? At least the ones that you're there. So you're watching the other players, you know, and 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 you see the growth and development of the other players as well. Like, does it, does does it ever stand out to you? Like when you were like you were saying before, you know, you thought Finley's play was was such a good play and you know a nice patient play, but like, do you notice the the development of the other players that are out there from just you know being behind the camera and taking a little more of a critical eye? Oh, no, no doubt. I mean, from the beginning of the season, the very first game against the Lady Patriots, week one, to now, I mean, we have five wins. I don't think after the first couple of games that we thought we'd have five wins by now. We beat the Rampo Saints last Sunday, a team that beat us and, you know, probably has, you know, they've, they're a skilled team. And... We've shut out the Titans. We've hung competitive in other games. Um, and you see players that are playing their first year of travel, scoring goals. Princess scored her first goal at Princeton a couple weeks ago. Sophia had a goal last week. And you can see each week they get a little bit more comfortable. 
and they it seems like they really enjoy the game. I know that Princess goes to open skates on on non game on you know when, when she when she has free days from the Rockets. You know, on her when you do things on your own initiative, that's a great sign. What is what is what is Riley doing also, Tom? Like she's she plays on a, a JV team, right? She's getting other reps there. Yes, she plays for uh, West Milford Pequannock uh, JV team. So she has practice there twice a week and goes to games whenever she can. But there's a lot of conflict, so there's she's only played a few. I think she's only going to get about five in this season. But it's it's definitely good for her to be competing with uh, the, ag- the aggressiveness of the boys. It definitely helps her out. She she plays to the level that's around her, so that really helps raise the uh, the level of her play. Brian, you have three. What are, what are they doing on non-Rockets games and practices? I know over the break they went to the checking clinic. Well, that's true, because Maddie and Abby, the older two, they're playing for the uh, Hillsborough High School team. Uh, and they enjoy doing that, and uh, that keeps them active, you know, uh, beyond the Rockets. And and Rory's really focused on, uh, you know, paper mache and uh, some other crafting, and I think it's rounding her out very nicely. But I don't know if it's helping her hockey. Uh, well, she could make paper mache targets and then put them on the net and shoot them and blow them up. That's true. You know, we've got high hopes. Uh, we just, you know, Roy's enjoying the game and it's fun for her. So that's what we uh, hope, you know, she continues to uh, enjoy. And how's your experience been so far moving, you know, becoming East Coasters from, you know, you've, you've lived in a few different places even around the world, but, you know, New Jersey clearly is the best. Um, you know, you're going to have to get through a couple of his jersey guys over here if you're going to disagree, you know, all due respect. Well, the, the girls are big fans of Jack Hughes, and we're starting to really follow the Devils. We uh, are sorry you have Subban. He followed us from Nashville. I don't know how that happened, but he's here too. Uh, and uh, we we love hockey, and it's great to be in a state that their only professional team is a hockey team, and that we're a hockey family. So <clears throat> what more could you want? what i say that that that's what i say too so dave maybe to 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 wrap it up i think we saw you know a lot of a lot of teamwork this weekend right like the girls really bonding together on the ice to you know fill some fill some gaps and you know i guess we scored did we score the first goal of the first game i think we did so that means we scored the first goal and the last goal I yeah, mean everything nice that I let you know <laughs> everything that we bookended it right that, that's pretty good yeah and it was I, I think also you know there was some adversity that this this weekend we had some shaky moments but you know after the game today you know girls were having a dinner and and everybody's you know you know having a great time they're back in in Alexis's room now that they can shrug something off that things that can maybe tear apart other clubs you know they just kind of you know just say hey you know, we're just going to, you know, forget about it, have a good time. And, uh, you know, I'm going to be very sad when the season ends. I'm going to say when every season ends because you get attached to the, to the parents, get attached to, you know, to, to the girls on the team. And, you know, you look forward to games every weekend. You look forward to seeing the parents at practices during the week. So just want you know, just try to enjoy every, every experience we have with it because, you know, it, it goes quick and, you know, every, it's just a, a great experience that I don't think you could really put a price on. 
All right, I think that'll do it for this episode. You got a, a, a selection of moms over here. I think you should ask, come up with a question that the three moms could answer. I think what maybe. Think of? I think maybe you should do it. Uh, I'm too scared. <laughs> I have three sisters, so I think I know to steer clear of that. Steer clear of that train. We have another topic. Uh, Alan Childs. I I saw him on a milk carton this morning <laughs> at at the local convenience store. I'm wondering where he is. Um, I'm glad I'm glad his wife's here and and, and Leah played played you know played hard this weekend. Alan, wherever you are, we, we miss you and we just hope you're safe. <laughs> oh yeah, and Le- Leah was inches, maybe less, from getting a goal. I think in. Sunday's first game, right? Like that would have been that would have been good for the uh, documentary, right? It'd be good, good for anyway. Even if you're, you hate hockey, I think you'd enjoy it. All right, I think that I think that'll do it. Should we wrap it there? We're gonna wrap it up. Diet Dr Pepper, a proud sponsor of Men Invest, and this was episode three. Next uh, weekend, we're gonna be coming to you live from Westchester, Pennsylvania. All right, that'll do it for. Our guests, well, or our people that were hanging around with us, Brian Kunkelman and Tom Rose. For Dave Scherzer, this is Joe Rizzo. Thanks for listening, and go Rockets. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.